Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top Podcast. This is episode 349 for the 12th of Cheshvan in Alipir. So today is going to be pretty much a continuation of yesterday's episode, where we've been learning a letter, exploring a letter that the Ultra wrote to his chassidim, a letter of consolation after the passing of a very famous man, a very famous tzaddik, known as Rabbi Menachem Mandel of Vitebsk, or Rabbi Menachem of Herzog. And the general kind of like um, message from the letter is not so much specifically to this man, but in general about a tzaddik in general, and the effects that a tzaddik has on the world after he passes away and how we should relate to a tzaddik in this sense. So we already began talking yesterday about this idea that a tzaddik is not like a regular person. It's not like just, they, they don't kind of have like their own individual life and uh, get and, and have a real attachment to the physical world the way that most of us do. Their life is really pure in the sense that they're totally devoted to God. They're totally devoted to their purpose here on earth, their mission here on earth. And thus by virtue of attaching ourselves to them, we can kind of get like a little bit of this. We can we can get a, a piece of their life in our own lives. So yesterday we spoke about, um, we began talking about this idea of re- reviewing the three levels of the soul. There are three levels, the basic three levels of the soul that are found within a person. There's the level of the nefesh, the level of the ruach, and the level of the neshama. The level of the nefesh is the most lower, lowest of all the levels. That's like the animating force, the basic life force that we all have. And this is the level that we're operating on, on pretty much a daily basis. We talked about how for a tzaddik, this level of their nefesh actually doesn't leave their body and that it remains attached to their body even after they pass away, which is why when you go and visit the gravesite of a tzaddik, it's it's a very powerful experience because there's a part of them that's still there. Then we talked about how the highest level of the tzaddik, the the neshama of the tzaddik, actually does get elevated and does uh, go up and, and leave them after they pass away. And then we talked about the ruach of the Sadiq. The Ruch of the Sadiq is that middle area, what's known as kind of like the spirit that's more associated with like emotions and things like that. So it's associated more with like the deeds of the Sadiq, the, the actions of the Sadiq, like really kind of like what they manifest, what in, in the world in kind of like this overt way. So that was the focus of yesterday was on this Ruach and how it is that like by attaching to a tzaddik in terms of their the deeds of the tzaddik, like really trying to follow in the footsteps of, footsteps of the tzaddik, which are really revolve around the idea of, uh, of faith, of fear of God and of love of God, which are all like very emotional kind of things. A, a person can really get a, a piece of this tzaddik's ruach rem- that remains in the world and can get attached to them. 
Today, we're going to be learning the second part of this letter, which is still quite cryptic, I should mention, and um, and the, the uh, explanation of this whole letter is going to begin in tomorrow's episode, but today we're going to get the second part of the letter uh, in just kind of like its raw format. And what the second part of the letter deals with is this aspect of the neshama of the tzaddik. So, and and the effect that the neshama have, of the tzaddik has on the world and on his followers, even after the tzaddik passes away. So as mentioned, this neshama of the tzaddik, which is the highest part of the tzaddik, that part does go up. It's not like the ruach and the nefesh, which stay down here to a certain extent. The neshama actually goes up. But in the neshama going up, what we sh- what we will learn from here is we shouldn't think that this means that it just like leaves the world and disappears and like has no more impact at all. But rather, it's by the uh, to the contrary, the the effect that the neshama has in going up is it actually can kind of like transcend the world and it can thus cause so that the effects of its, the actions that are associated with the tariq actually can multiply and can kind of like exponentially grow because it's like not bound to the physical limita- limitations of the world anymore. So again, it's it's very abstract, this um this letter and it doesn't really go into details about how it is that this happens and all of that stuff but it's just kind of like to give a glimpse of it so it's again very abstract but let's get into the text and uh and just see how the ultra rubber breaks all of this down and again tomorrow is when we're really going to get more deeper into the like actual like explanation and trying to really understand these things on a more um grounded level but so for today so here we go so for today the ultra says that this is the meaning of the statement in the zohar that when a tzaddik leaves the world he's to be found in all the worlds more than during his lifetime so there's this teaching in the zohar that after a tzaddik leaves the world he actually is found in all the worlds more even than in his lifetime so what does that mean and uh, the ultra bit says that this isn't just even talking about a spiritual thing, but this is actually talking about even in the world of action, even in this world. So, uh, so it's not just like that the tzaddik is found in all the spiritual worlds more, more so after he passes away, but even in this world. Which to kind of describe this world, the ultra bit brings a citation from Devarim chapter seven verse eleven: "Hayom lasotam." This day to do them. So the world of action. This world is the world of action. Um, so. So the, the tzaddik who passes away is found here in our physical world in even greater degree than during his life. Why? Because the actions of uh, the followers of this tzaddik continue to produce uh, offshoots for many generations from the light implanted for the righteous in the field which God has blessed. So those are two poetic citations the altar of it brings. The first one is from Tehillim chapter 97, verse 11. The light implanted for the righteous. And then that's from Rashi's chapter 27, verse 27, which is in the field which God had blessed, meaning in Gan Eden. So meaning to say on a very basic level that there's a certain light that the, the tzaddik brings down into the world and this light radiates into the earth and to outside areas and also to us that are here this day, all of us who live in the ways of the tzaddik in what we will call the holy ways, which is a reference to Yeshayahu chapter 35 verse 8, Del HaKodesh it's called. So this is a reference to like this the more spiritual kind of aspects like... um like being 
involved in in spiritual kind of things so meaning to say that like the after a tzaddik passes away then definitely there's like more of a spiritual influence that can be felt in our world from this tzaddik so like things that relate to our service of god for example and like our path in life these kind of things we can actually get like a a, a deeper kind of um uh, guidance from a tzaddik after they pass away in a, in a way that might seem kind of like counter counterintuitive, but there is an idea there with that that the tzaddik's influence is greater on a spiritual level after they pass away than before. And the altar rabbi goes on and he says that this is actually true even with worldly matters as well. It's not just limited to the spiritual realms, but also in worldly matters as well. As it says specifically in the Zohar that the tzaddikim shields the world and after their death even more than during their life. So after a tzaddik passes away, the effect that they have on the physical world is actually greater than during their lifetime. And there's a teacher also teaching also in the Zohar uh, regarding this that uh, that if it were were it not for the prayer of tzaddikim in the other world, meaning in the world after they they pass away, this world would not be able to endure even for a single moment. And uh, so and and so basically, so we don't realize basically the effects that the tzaddik has upon our world. It's really really great to the point that we're dependent. Our, our world is dependent upon the prayers of the tzaddikim in the afterlife. And then the altar rabbi concludes, and he says, whoever is closer to the abode of God through being close to the tzaddik during his lifetime has precedence in this blessing. So basically meaning to say that like, while it's true that in general, the tzaddik has an effect on the world and both in a spiritual sense and also in a physical sense, really upon anybody, like it's not even whether they're aware of it or not, those people who attach themselves to the tzaddik during their life, they have precedence to this. So there, it's like you kind of get like first dibs on these blessings on this effect that the tzaddik has in the world. So it's a good thing to be attached to the tzaddik is the basic idea. And then the ultra says, now we're going to explain all of this. And that is to be continued. That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. We're going to get into the explanation on this somewhat cryptic letter of consolation of the ultra rabbis. So stay tuned and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak ben Benyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And until then, have a great day.